Hello, everybody. This is Luke and Melissa with the podcast Coffee with Clara. And we are here live in person in Iowa, DR653, Marshalltown. Here we are. Right, Melissa? Right. It's like live from New York, except it's live from Iowa. It's DR653. That's right. Here we are. I like here that song, that, that intro song, right? Right. It's it's Hawkeye. It's oh. it's the Iowa State. It's cornbread, corn-fed. I, I don't know about cornbread, but corn-fed. Yeah, um, corn-fed. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know if you heard, but right when I turned the music down on the song, it said, we go to bed by 9 o'clock. You know, and I'm like, you know what? <laughs> if I if I could go to bed by nine o'clock every night, I'd move to Iowa like right now. Yeah, I'm telling you, I'm on this DR, and nine o'clock, it's like literally, I'm hitting a wall. I'm, really? I'm hitting a wall. Yeah, yeah. So I'm here. I'm deployed, um, which is what what we're gonna talk about today. But Luke, Luke, I have to say, I gotta give him props. It's his day off. Um, it's my day off today day off today um but decided that we very much wanted to bring you a podcast um on a dr so we can talk about all things dr and what it means to be on a deployment that luke luke zimmerman sacrifices (laughs) his pto time i sacrificed well i mean i had to use it because i'm I'm maxed out so i'm not going to get any more so it's like yeah i'll take a day off you know yeah 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 I don't know what mine is. I'm, I'm in what we'll call, and we'll we'll talk about this a little bit more. I'm in the deployment phase. Like I don't know what day of the week it is. I'm really not sure what time of the day it is most times. Um, it's five o'clock somewhere, right? It's <laughs> <laughs> if that were only the truth right now. Yes, yes. I would I would love for it to be five o'clock right now in in my world. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, so you're, so tell us about like kind of, you know, why you're there, right? Yeah, that's, that's great. So, um, those of you that may not know, um, so, uh, DR, uh, 653, uh, 19, cause we're in a new fiscal year, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Happy fiscal year. Happy fiscal year. Um, is, uh, was the Marshalltown, Iowa tornado. And, um, so the tornadoes went through and got a phone call that they were ramping up. Iowa also had uh, two big bouts of flooding uh, before this. And so staff, volunteers, like a lot of local folks just really been pushing hard for well over a month before this tornado hit. Mm-hmm. And um, the initial uh, the initial verbiage was catastrophic damage. Yeah. And uh, I got here and it is... It is catastrophic damage. I've not seen destruction like this since Katrina. Wow. It wow. was EF3 um, dropped down uh, just before the downtown district and then their business district mm-hmm. and then carried all the way northeast on the ground. EF3 just wow. houses gone, splinters, nothing left. You know, that's, a, that's amazing that I heard that um, there's no fatalities. Right. Uh, yeah, is it amazing if you were to see the destruction? It is truly amazing. There were no fatalities. It is truly amazing. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah, thank goodness for that. Yeah. yeah. So they called me out. I got deployed. Um, we've talked a lot about this. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to tell you that Luke and I talk about Red Cross, like how to be prepared, how to get yourself ready for deployment. You need to have an ID badge. You know, you'll hear you need to have a vest. Uh, you need to have dates in the system in order to get deployed. And remember what you said, you need to pack extra underwear. Yeah, clean, clean not underwear. extra. Clean, clean underwear. Gotcha. Clean underwear. Gotcha. Right. Remember, dirty drawers versus clean drawers. Yep. Yeah. Speaking, you know, speaking of underwear, I got a quick story about that. So I recently turned thirty, and you know what? Like my, I, I, I have a few brother-in-laws that are older, and for my thirtieth birthday, they got me a pair of. I'm not kidding you. Like the best pair of boxer briefs I've ever had in my life. Right. <laughs> They're like a forty-dollar pair of underwear. Just one pair of underwear, boxer briefs, and. I'm not kidding you. I can put those things on, and it, I feel like I'm just smothered in Cool Whip floating on a cloud. Right? That is the most ludicrous thing I've ever heard of <laughs> someone describing a pair of underpants. <laughs> it, it, it is, you know, it, it is one of those feelings that, you know, it's it's hard to describe. But after that, they're like, this is what it's like to be a man. You're 30, you're 30 years old now. You're You're a man. You need, you know, to live like a man. Uh, Which means forty dollar underpants. That's what it means. Forty dollar underwear. That you know what? I'd pay eighty dollars for it. Not even joking. It's worth every penny. Well, <laughs> there's there's so many things. I feel like we could just have the rest of this podcast about underwear. You <laughs> <laughs> seem to true. enjoy the topic. That's true. Um, <laughs> but um, so many places I can go with that. Like, yeah, yeah. Women's women's undergarments are just expensive in general. It they doesn't are. even mean they're comfortable. Yeah. They're, Why they're is just, that? I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know yeah. either. Yeah, but well, congratulations on your your forty dollar pair of underpants. You're welcome. Yep, I I love them. Anyway, sorry to t take over the story. So you were saying clean underwear, your packing list, the DR. Oh yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Okay, so going back to that. Thank you. Thank you. That was a nice side step. <laughs> yep. No problem. <laughs> clean underwear. Um, so I'm going to tell you, and this is, this is my story that I have. Okay. So I, I do nothing. And in December, I will have been with the Red Cross for eight years and, and I've done the same job that I've always done. I've deployed yep. people since day one. Yep. So for almost eight years now, I have been telling people I, I could, I, I do literally speak it in my sleep. Don't forget your ID badge. Make sure that you pack the essentials. Make sure that you have a Red Cross vest. Make sure you're prepared. Make sure that you have dates in the system because that's the only way you'll get deployed. Yep. So I got deployed and I didn't have dates in the system. Oh. Okay. Kind of like a by name request. And we'll talk about that in a few minutes. And I, <laughs> I arrive in Iowa and I'm getting checked in by Robert, one of your volunteers. My, Robert, that's my guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's checking me in in staff services, and uh, he goes, uh, "Can I see your ID badge?" And I said, "I've I've never had an ID badge." Oh my gosh! <laughs> and then he goes, "And and your Red Cross vest?" And I said, "Nope, nope, didn't bring one of those." Either. Oh my gosh, Melissa! I bet he was just shaking his head at you. He did, and then and then I opened up my suitcase and I brought one Red Cross shirt with me. Oh. I'm on a DR and I am zero branded. Oh my zero. gosh! So I had to borrow um, a vest from Iowa and uh, finally got uh, you know that all taken care of. So yeah, I mean people, I tell the same story and they just shake their head at me like I do. I feel <laughs> <laughs> like really, Melissa, you of all people forgot right. your ID badge and your vest. 
Right. I don't even have an ID badge. I don't even own one to bring. Why don't you have one? Because I'm the one in charge of getting people one, and I've never gotten myself one. <laughs> so no so no one's in charge of getting you one. That's the thing, right? That's... Well, I'm in charge of getting me one. That's yeah. why I failed at it miserably. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. shoot. Yeah, I know, right? Well, it's uh, So I've learned my lesson. I also, on my way down here, I got – there was a car accident on the highway. So I was parked on um, on the highway, and then they detoured people. So I got lost in Ames, Iowa. And then I've been to Ames before. It's a nice little town. Yeah, it's beautiful. I was there for a solid hour when I came down. <laughs> <laughs> it's gorgeous. Um, and then I, so my DRIS message, that is the Disaster Responder Information System. Yep. So when those of us that get deployed, we get this message um, over our phone. Did it tell you we, to bring your ID badge and your vest? Yeah, <laughs> yeah Lou, telling me to bring my ID badge and my vest. Um, and then they also send it to you an email. And it tells you where to report to, right? It tells you um, what address to go to. Yeah. And at that point, it said go to Des Moines. So get back on the highway, trucked it on to Des Moines. And got there, and there was a sign on the door that said headquarters moved to Marshalltown, which was back an hour from where I just came from. Oh. I was literally lost in Iowa for four hours. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> four hours. Talk about corn. Um, I love Iowa, but I'm I'm done with corn. You're done with I'm corn? Done with corn. Man, like, I, could, I, I could eat sweet corn all day long. I, yes. I think... I think I've seen so much of it. I'm I may boycott it for the rest of the summer. Yeah. Like, like no, I'm going on a corn hiatus. Corn hiatus. Yeah. Well, they. Right. I mean, if you if you say that too too loudly, they might kick you out of Iowa. I know. I'm actually paying attention. I'm sitting for those of you. So I am on a dr, and so I'm sitting on a chair in a hallway in a community college, which is where headquarters is, <laughs> and I'm peering up and down the hallway to make sure I'm not going to offend. Any uh, any corn huskers or Hawkeyes or what what Iowans what what Iowans Iowans so there's this thing that I've heard because you know in central and southern Illinois region which is the region that I work for uh, we actually have two Iowa counties right uh, Scott County and Muscatine County Iowa so we have a lot of Iowa volunteers um, that are actually there helping out and uh, they there's this phrase that they told me about that's called Iowa nice right that people in Iowa are just all so nice and and they're so kind right yeah no that's spot on they yeah. are Iowa nice here yeah it's just Iowa nice and i didn't believe it until i went there one time and i went to a gas station and literally i had about six different conversations with people in a gas station in Iowa just as i was trying to fill up my truck that's it right right so i went to, when i was here i went to go get um forgive me i went to go get a 5 hour energy drink DRs are long days. I yeah. was I was hitting a wall at about three in the afternoon with like five, six hours left to go. So went to the gas station. So we're at a staff shelter. Um, we're not in in hotels, which means um, we as as staff, our volunteers here on the operation, we are also sleeping in a gymnasium on cots. Um, and, uh, you know, shower facilities in a community college are just that showers in a community yeah. college, you know, you got to press the button and it goes off in 30 seconds and then press the button and it goes That's off. Amazing. In 30. Yeah, amazing. no, it's, it's been super fun. Um, yeah. So, wait, yeah. It, it, so we're, we're in these, these facilities. I totally lost my train of thought where I was going with that. What, what was my point going to be? 
I think your your point's about Iowa Nice, maybe. Oh, yeah. So I go get my five-hour energy drink. This is why I keep you around. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Go get my five-hour energy drink at the gas station down the road. And I'm talking to them. I'm I'm wearing my only Red Cross shirt that I have, my only branding that I have. And I go get this this thing. And um, and they're talking to me and they're like, hey, thank you for all you're doing, which has just been echoed throughout this town. It's just been amazing. Um, And he said, thank you for all you're doing. He goes, just spread the word. He goes, we're letting people come in here and, and use free showers. And I was like, that is really awesome. You know, like anyone, like community members, anything like that. Cause there's, yeah. like I said, destruction is widespread. Yeah. And I mean, he doesn't know me from anyone and, and he like sparks up a conversation and come take a free shower here. And I was like, don't be surprised if you see me with my flip flops and my, my shampoo wait, tomorrow wait, morning. Did, did he invite you to his house to take a free shower? <laughs> no, okay. no. Okay. Cause that's no. what I got out of that story. So it wasn't no. that. Not that Iowa nice. Okay. Like no, they're <laughs> at their very, facility. Very, very nice. <laughs> <laughs> that, no, not like that. No, at their facility, they oh, were okay. offering. Cause I think that's where a lot of, it's like, truckers stop there so i think that normally truckers pay for their showers i think yeah. you know like you go yeah. in and you got to take a shower or you pay a buck i don't i have no concept i don't know yeah. he said he he said free so i'm assuming i took that as implied that normally it costs money okay well, that's nice yeah it's awesome that's cool I, I did not shower there but it was it was nice it was iowa nice yeah so so um now that you're there uh, in iowa at headquarters in marshalltown uh, I'm sure we have a lot of guests, like like a lot of volunteers and, and people that are deployed there that would love to kind of tell their story, some of their mission moments and, and what they're doing and what they do. Um, yeah, yeah. So I think I'm going to I'm going to head on back into headquarters. So it might get a little a little noisier, but um, I'm going to try and cozy up to some people and, and talk a little bit about what they're doing and, and why they came to Iowa. OK, awesome. Let's do it. So here we are in headquarters. You can hear all of the amazing work going on, all the little chitter chatter. But right next to me, Jenny Legaspi from, well, the Wisconsin region. The Wisconsin region. Wisconsin region. It's kind of like it's kind of like the like what what do they say like in like football and like basketball and stuff like the Ohio State University or the University of Miami, right? This is the Wisconsin region. Right. right, with the Packers. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. So Jenny, right? What are you What are you doing in Iowa? Well, I, you know, just wanted to see more cornfields. <laughs> we did cornfields, but no, I have been asked to assist to, to be part of the staff advocates team. We're a mighty team of two. Okay. So, and it's uh, building more on the mentorship and being mentored to hopefully be part of that, that staff advocate team to support our, our DRs. Okay, so so that's awesome. So staff advocate, tell me about that um, because like when I hear staff, I think staffing, and that's not staffing, right? No, we well that's one of our partners because staff advocate is really here to support our entire workforce when we have a disaster operation and. and it's uh, any level four and above. Staff advocates are being uh, assigned to that operation and our focus is to make sure our workforce, volunteers, paid staff, um, is having uh, a successful deployment. Okay. Okay. You know, so we're here to to support that, find out how we can make their deployments, you know, uh, successful, safe, and we want them to keep coming back. 
So, so my question to you, Jenny, is that as a staff advocate, I would like to bring a complaint to you that Luke Zimmerman decided that he was too good to deploy. I'm too good to deploy. (laughs) You're like across the river, right? I travel. You're across the river, buddy. So, um, so it's my son's fifth birthday. Oh. Um, you know, so so I, I really wanted to deploy. And, and I guess, Melissa, you know, someone like you probably would have left their child on their birthday to deploy. But, you know, I really thought that I should be there for him on his birthday. My uh, child is in Maine. Thank you very much. That's why I came. My child is in, on vacation. Yeah, no, trust me. I really, really, really wanted to go. But uh, I didn't really want to miss his birthday. It's his fifth birthday. And um, I, I made him um, a big Lego table. Right, so I made him a big, big cool. Lego table. So I'm really excited about giving that to him, and I'm really excited about his birthday. I didn't want to miss it. Um, so instead, I sent like 30 some volunteers up there. Right. Yeah, I think that we sent two more than that. You know, I think 30 volunteers. Wow. Um, but. Uh, I see this. Yeah, yeah I see no. this happen all the time. Wisconsin does typically. Yeah, I mean, we're right there. No, but anyway, going back to, <laughs> we're gonna go back to Jenny for a minute. No, I I brought that up because I just just an experience or like getting used to it. So if someone, I know that we have a lot of different um, opportunities or or supporting areas for volunteers while they're on an operation. Um, the difference because you hear staff relations, you hear staff advocate. You know, can you tell me a little bit about what's the difference? Like if I'm a volunteer on the job and I am not getting along with my supervisor what what do I do who do I go to yeah yeah so what the difference is is if it's a, an individual um, individual a concern issue you know like like what you described like that, Luke being a, a butthead yes yes, yes. Okay. this yes. is not <laughs> this is not a concern to anybody <laughs> just sorry Luke. Uh, examples 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 hypothetical hypothetically yeah, hypothetical yeah that, that's it that is more um either we're gonna encourage that though that gets worked out between that team member supervisor and if it doesn't go that that really more is a staff relations direction okay if if it's starting to become an issue with the whole team or multiple team members and we're seeing the same you know issues trends going on then we will be involved so i i have this so if i think luke is a butthead just one-on-one it is going to be encouraged for me to um work it out with luke one-on-one and then take it to staff relations Mm -hmm. but if the whole room thinks that yes. Luke is a butthead, then and that is really goes to staff issue. advocate yes. issue. I, I think I should take a poll while we're here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if the whole room thinks I'm a butthead, obviously the problem is is the room, not me. <laughs> I, from, right. from uh, we might find 30-ish from Illinois. Yeah. From Illinois. <laughs> yeah, 30-ish. 30, yeah, 30 some people. That's true. So Jenny, so like an example w- would be if if I'm not having a good time on a DR, right? Uh, and what would make me happy is if I had a ham sandwich. Could I come <laughs> to you and be like, Jenny, you know, could you make me a ham sandwich? That would make me happy. Is that kind of is that? would be directed to the experts at feeding oh okay see okay that 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 makes sense that makes sense okay like sandwiches <laughs> i compare him to being a butthead he will compare it to food that's what luke does i do so so jenny i'm, I'm really craving food right now because i'm doing a cleanse right oh, um and and i'm about a week and a half into this where i can't have any coffee no alcohol 
no bread, no like unhealthy meats, no grains, no cheese, no dairy, nothing. He's eating carrots and kale. Carrots and kale. Coffee, drinks, and rice. That would put me on a different See? level. I know. Like so, all I have in the morning is I have um, a couple of hard-boiled eggs, and then I have some nuts and seeds for a snack, right? And then some carrots or celery, and then I have kale, right? It's God, awful. Too much to do that. Yeah, he's really a cross between a rabbit and a bird at this point. Yeah. 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 I've lost I've lost ten pounds though. So I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that. But you know what? The minute this is over, I've I got to do this for 28 days. That's, uh, yeah. You're, are you going to make up for it? <laughs> yeah. Like that 29th day, it's it's going down, right? Think, I made rare yeah, some yeah. chicken or animal of some sort. Yeah, I, so like the, hard, like the hard part for me is like I have three kids, right? So they want to eat stuff. So I, they want a Dairy Queen, so I got them, you know, Dairy Queen, and I had to literally sit there with, with, you know, some Frosties in my hand, and I couldn't, I couldn't eat it. I had to give it away. Oh, yeah. Hardships. It's the hardships. Hardship code right now. Right. That is. And and although I, I love it so much that that you continue to talk about yourself while we're on a disaster relief operation. <laughs> That's true. Of That's true. Um, I'd true. like to bring that to staff relations. Maybe we'll yes. stop back there later. Maybe, maybe, but okay. it's okay. I got hardship codes. It's well, okay. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jenny. For all you do. Thank you for being on Coffee with Clara. I'm going to go and try to annoy someone else and see. Uh, we're going to take the poll. Like, uh, so, so if I find three or more that think Luke is a butthead, we can come back and visit let's, let's you. Let's chat. Let's chat. All right. Poll is on. <laughs> Fine. Let's do it. Bring it on. All right. So we have ventured on to a different part of headquarters. And this time I've decided to torture transportation. That's right. We like torturing transportation. <laughs> Dollars in the mail. Oh, good. good. That, that is Luke's job on this podcast is, yeah. to, um, is to open up his wallet and send people money, including myself. Yeah. Right? That's yeah. right. So um, we have Lee Meyer, and Lee has been um, working on transportation on DR 653-19, Iowa tornado. Um, so Lee can tell me a little bit about. So we are at a level four, um, which means that we're it's it's kind of big. Like we've we've exceeded <laughs> exceeded money. What have you been doing with transportation? Like what is your day to day that you do with the the folks that are coming into headquarters? Normally we rent everybody who not everybody. But as people arrive, we rent cars for them so they can get around, do their job, get to their work location. The challenge on this job is there are no rental cars left in the whole state of Iowa. Ah. Cleaned them out. Well, there's AAU going on, there's Special Olympics, Rag Bride, all these things have taken up all the cars and all the boxes. So we're using lots of chapter vehicles, and people are really having to buddy up to get wow. where they're going. Fun, fun. My yeah. brother, my brother's doing rag bry. That's that big bike across Iowa. Yep. Yeah. Someone that was in here was saying that they it was going right through their town on the DR. It went. It went like 30 miles from here. Oh, did it? All the pie we got yesterday. Oh yeah. Was from that town left over we, from Ragbrai. We had pie yesterday. Oh, I hate you, but I can't eat it, so I'm not that jealous. That's why I rub it in right now. Yeah. So, uh -huh. We had pie. I had red pie. 
What kind of pie? You said what kind of pie? Pie. It was red in the middle, so therefore it was red pie. It's called cherry pie. So what if it was rhubarb, Luke? Well, what does it taste like? Did it taste like cherry, rhubarb, or strawberry? It tasted red. That's what it tasted like. Red doesn't have a taste. Anyway, so I'd like to, I think that it's really fascinating and I've never really seen this kind of go on as big as it is with, with, you know, like we have transportation on DRs, but like this level, you have so many people coming in from all over, um, like checking in with you right when they get here, checking out, giving you keys. One of the things I learned is that by certain contracts you may have to return it to the same place you got it or you get charged a lot with of money. With our rental cars if we don't our contract with these companies is where we get it is where we return it. Okay. If we don't we lose our discount and then we pay mileage. So on uh. it a really good discount but your Chicago car returned to Des Moines we lose the discount we pay mileage very first minute and mm. penalty, so it can add a thousand to fifteen hundred dollars wow. to the cost of that. Wow! Rent. So you have a lot of pressure put on you to be able to coordinate. It's like herding cats, right? Yes. Next to staffing <laughs> and lodging, transportation is the biggest cost on my job. Wow! So we always spend time with finance, and we always spend time with the OM because they're always concerned about transportation costs. Yeah, and one thing that I love about us doing this podcast, you know, live from a DR, is that these are so many different things that people that are like, oh, I want to deploy, that they just don't. I mean, there's so many different integral parts moving at the same time, and that have to communicate with each other to be good stewards of the donated dollar, to deliver the mission, to make sure that staff that are on the ground are happy that are are accommodated for that have the things that they need to go out and deliver that mission i just i think it's fascinating and so talking to transportation is just one kind of 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 wheel that makes the whole engine work but it's a pretty big component we found out on the big baton rouge job a couple of falls ago there were no cars in New Orleans, or in Baton Rouge or New Orleans, because there was a hurricane on its way. Yep. We had to shuttle everybody, and they were in staff shelters. So they got shuttled to work, they got shuttled straight back to their shelter, they couldn't go out to eat, they couldn't go to laundry, uh, and the uh, satisfaction level on that job went way down. So yeah. there's definitely a balance between enough cars mm-hmm. that people can do their job, still be able to have a little free time, and keep in control of the cops. That is a balance. I, because I'm going to bring this up again, because forgive me, Luke is cleansing, but I went and got a wonderful large cup of iced coffee. Oh. It was, um, it was so, it, it just makes my mouth, my, my mouth water thinking of like the caffeine that went into my body. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but thanks to transportation, I am able to hop in a car and go get that cup of joe that really helps me get energized yeah. and get moving for the day. And that's got to be really hard when that when that's just not an option. Well, it's something to keep in mind when you deploy. Come to transportation. Sometimes we have a pool car. It's hard if you work with people all day, you have a roommate, you never have 10 minutes to yourself. Come to us. We may be able to loan you a car for a couple hours, 
so you can go eat by yourself or just go read your book or so come to we have a car we'll we'll loan you one if we've got one so, that's awesome to know that's nice i need to store that in the noggin for my next store that VR. In the noggin. so so lee tell, tell me about why why did you come to iowa uh because i'm from nebraska okay Rod Hamer, who is the general's manager here, is one of my best friends. He called actually before the tornado had actually hit Marshalltown wow. to see if I was available. We work together all the time, and we we will always come and help each other. Mm -hmm. And so that's yeah. awesome. So 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 tell me about um, you know how long have you been here in Iowa? I got here the morning after the storm hit. Okay, so you've been here for about a week or so, right? Okay. Yeah. So tell me about like, um, do you have any like mission moments or anything like you've seen or witnessed that uh, really kind of invigorates you and and, and um, really motivates you and anything that that's that's happened there? I've heard a lot of amazing stories. Helping with the generalist position, and we had a grocery store in Budoran at that time, and their vendors had offered them yogurt, milk. Powerade and water, and they wanted to donate it to the Red Cross. Well, we couldn't take the refrigerated items because we don't have any cold trucks. But they brought us that stuff. We found a partner in town, a Presbyterian church that has been cooking for the community every night. Wow. And they took the yogurt and the milk, and the store manager called back yesterday and said the youth group at her church had raised $250 they wanted to give to the Red Cross. Oh, wow. Come in and present that to one of our fundraisers. So yeah. Cool. We don't a lot of those moments in headquarters. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. That's yeah. awesome. The community here has just been amazing, just just yeah. amazing to work with. And, and I see, so I'm here even in headquarters and, and seeing the food come in, and this isn't against you, Luke, like I'm actually literally there. <laughs> but I mean, the, the lunches have been great. There's been, you know, bananas, it's not icky, it's it's great. It's great food and, and yeah, I feel feel very, very comfortable in headquarters. That's and, awesome. Yeah, we yeah. really Yep. The, the, the morale and the satisfaction seems really, really, really high from my point of view. Yeah. Um, it seems like a very, very good group of people and, you know, you guys are happy and motivated, which, uh, uh that, that makes a world of difference because, you know, the, the happier you guys are, uh, the more help our clients get, which is awesome. Right. Everyone's, everyone is embracing Iowa nice. Iowa nice. It's just, it's in the oh, air. You go to Walmart and you walk out of the store and people stop you in the parking lot and thank you for being there. Yeah. Or they give you a discount if you go buy something. Yeah. 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 They're glad we're here. Or they offer you a free shower when you go buy an energy drink. Yeah. Just come by my house, get a free shower. <laughs> shower shoes it is. Okay. Well, well, Lee, um, thank you so much for doing what you do and thank you for coming to Iowa to help people in need. I know uh, uh, they very, very much appreciate it. And uh, you have a good experience, and stay safe, and uh, uh, be be back home safely. Okay. Thank you so much for talking with us. Okay, thank you. All right, so I am here torturing yet another person in DRO headquarters. <laughs> and, um, this time, my lucky victim is Brian Yardis. Yaris. 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 And he is here working out in um, in headquarters in information and dissemination. So, yes. welcome Thank to you. Coffee with Clara. Great to be here. Welcome, Brian. Welcome, Brian. Yeah. What's hey. what's your damage, B -b 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 Brian? <laughs> with the B. 
Not Ryan. Brian. 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 Sorry. Yeah. It's my day off. I get an excuse. So. Uh, complaining because today's his day off and he had to. And you had to do a podcast. Yeah. yeah. Because Melissa gets what Melissa wants. You know, that's how it always happens. Women, right? Can't, Can't live, live with them. them. A little balloon animal. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. So, so Brian. So Brian. Yeah, there we go. That's there exactly we go. why I didn't want to do a podcast. <laughs> he, he seems to think he always says the wrong thing. And, and we were trying to reassure him um, that, that Luke says the wrong thing all the time. All so, the time. Yeah. No. He'll We'll let Luke do that for you. Not so, the, so the bar is set very low, my friend. The bar is set very low. Okay. So Brian, tell me a little bit. So you're here doing information dissemination. And what does that mean on a DR? Well, information dissemination is one of the pieces of uh, the information and planning group in a DR. And uh, specifically what we do is we build the SITREP and the IAP. The SITREP is the daily report that says what we did that day. And the IAP or incident action plan mm-hmm. is what we will do next day. Okay. Right. It's like it's like reflective of the great work that we've done, and it's really telling everyone like, hey, this is how to prep for tomorrow. It's what the battle rhythm is for tomorrow, yeah. or or whatever particular yep. title you want to go with. You know, whatever our what what our our service. Uh, service delivery is going to look like for the next 24 hours right here's here's what i love and so i'm going to go back to the the iap that he said the incident action plan and for those of you out there that don't know or have never seen one it is really a great tool it's got it tells you who your assistant directors are your ad's it tells you um who your staffing lead is it will give you their name and their phone number and here's why it's so important is that we stopped taking the poll with the last person but we talked to our staff advocate here on the operation before and um, trying to learn the difference between staff relations and a staff advocate and my question was um, who do I talk to if I think Luke is a butthead and so we and and so yeah start with the supervisor but then you could also talk right and that's the thing with the uh, in the iap are all of the the bits of information you need in order to find out who to talk to if right. you just want to vent and you, you just need to talk to somebody you can call the mental health line we've got that number right in there um if you have a, an actual issue <coughs> to your supervisor it's got the ad's it's got the leads. It's even got the chain of command listed in, in, in a very easy to read form. It does. And that's why I brought it up was right. because I like to bring up the fact that Luke's a butthead. But, um, <laughs> well, let's 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 ask. Right. Because you wanted to. OK. Um, it, do, do you, have you ever met Luke before? I don't think I have. I mean, right. I, don't, I do so a lot of here's work. here's how you're going to know the right answer. Mm-hmm. If you say the right answer, I won't kick your shit. <laughs> Wrong answer. I will kick your shit. <laughs> okay. gotcha. so, so I need staff relations over here anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Relations over here. Yes. Yeah. No, the, the, it's no. Luke is not a butthead. Uh, yeah, Luke is not. You're not a butthead. Okay, Luke. thank you. Thank you. Oh, I'm They're, glad we cleared that up for our listeners. Kids say about you, Luke, you're cool in my book. Uh, All right. Awesome. That's right. Found or, it. Found it. Boom. Okay. They're, fist yeah, they're they're Skype fist bumping those. You know, I think Luke, I, Luke and I that's forget. That's the most bro thing I've done in like the last five minutes. That's right. We're, <laughs> we're, we're Skype bros. 
yeah. Skype bros. But I think it's funny because Luke and I do, when we're doing coffee with Claire, we are able to see each other on Skype. And I think sometimes that we forget that the people listening to us can't actually see us. So, ah. so it's a little weird. Um, but so I wanted to come over. I think information dissemination is, is such an important piece of working or being part of a DRO um, that I definitely wanted to kind of get your input. What, where are you from, Brian? Uh, I grew up in LA, in Los Angeles. And, uh, but my Red Cross home yeah. is North Carolina. Okay. Like the, the triangle is, is where I became a Red Cross or okay. where I got involved and, and learned almost everything I know about, about doing DRs and, and, um, service delivery. And I just recently, well, two years now, but recently in the greater scheme of things moved to Oregon. Oregon. Coming out of uh, Oregon or Oregon? Oregon. Well, Oregon. Oregon. Uh, it's Oregon. It's like Wisconsin or Wisconsin or Minnesota or Minnesota. Yeah, I think that's just um, you know how how much you've drank that day depends on your accent. You know. Fun is like saying Frisco. It's the same kind of Frisco. Like, no, Frisco. Like if if you're talking about San Francisco and you say Frisco. San Francisco. Right. If you're like, oh yeah, we're going to Frisco. No. Nobody calls it Frisco, and nobody calls it Oregon. See, and I used to, uh, the exactly. soda pop, Fresca. Yeah, no, that's a Fresca. That's a, right, and you said pop. So I, I, I thought of Fresca, too. Oh, yeah. I say soda. Yeah, you said soda pop. So, uh, soda pop. I know from the Midwest. Yep. I say yeah. soda. This is why I love DRs is that you get to meet so many people from different states and instantly um, I had a guy come in and, and he was checking in and I was like, oh, where are you from? And he goes, oh, Minnesota. And I said, <laughs> and he goes, yes, it already started. I haven't even checked in. I was like, hey, yeah. man, I'm from Wisconsin. It's OK. We can do this. It's a banter. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's Rupert. No, Ubers. So um, then, <laughs> what, what brought you here then? How did you get deployed to Iowa? I got a phone call that said, hey, we need a planning guy to come out to, to Iowa. I'm in Iowa yet, sure. First time in Iowa. Yep. He's Iowa new. Iowa new. That's right. Iowa new. Well, it's, it's Iowa nice. Okay. Like everyone's nice in Iowa. But, and then that's actually proven true. That's what I said. Yeah, this has been, uh, see, now I don't want to disparage the other point. Like normally I, I have like this little pitch I give about how this is the polar opposite of one of the other places I go on a regular basis for DRs. Is it Louisiana? It might be. We always talk about Louisiana. Check that out, yeah. <laughs> this you? is the polar opposite of any DR I've done oh, in North Baton Rouge. The people are so nice here, and the we're gonna, food is so horrible. We're gonna. I can't even tell you. I've I've had like two decent meals here. Oh. Wow. And and but you know you go to Louisiana, you gain ten pounds just walking off. Yeah, the, it's true. The you know. joke, the joke, why I got so excited is that every podcast, for whatever reason, we seem to bring up Louisiana. Mm. It is not on purpose, um, but you just kind of confirmed it with us and, and snuck yeah. in Louisiana. So, yeah, yeah that's I mean, all. Iowa nice. Iowa so, nice. I, I moved to, to Oregon and still haven't gone on a DR there. Huh. But they fly me back to, to Louisiana all the time. They fly me back to Houston all the time. That's because they flood with water. They're right. like punch and, bowls. And that's been my special <laughs> flooding in hurricanes. <laughs> right. So right. I'm like, ooh, my first tornado. This will be fun. And and it's 
been really, you know, people have been really nice. Yeah. And it's, even though it's a, a you know, devastated area, it's a smaller scale devastated area than I've dealt with in a lot of DRs. I was looking at the, the damage assessment that's been coming in. I'm going, well, where's the rest of it? And I mean, it's, you know, the entire, the entire area where it touched down was just decimated. Decimated. Yeah. Yep. And, and yet it's this big compared to, yeah. most, you know, you know, it's yeah. that just it's a that more area. Concentrated area. It's very concentrated. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. and in flooding or, or hurricanes, it's everywhere. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, well, well Brian, definitely. Um, thank you for coming out to Iowa and uh, helping the people. Uh, and, and I know um, information dissemination can be really. Uh, important. I think a lot of people overlook it because really, I think it gives our volunteers, which, you know, our volunteers are so spread out. Some are in a shelter at night. Some are doing damage assessment. Some are passing out food. But it kind of gives everybody a, a situational awareness picture of everything that's going on, right, uh, which is really important for our volunteers. So uh, definitely thank you for doing that, and uh, thank you for coming out and helping. Yeah. Yeah. yeah thanks so much. I appreciate it. Thank thanks. You. Awesome. All right, so I I um I have cornered uh, another person, and it's really thanks to Luke of laying a guilt trip on her. Um, but I did find the amazing, uh, the wonderful, the spectacular, the, the one and only, the, the one and only, and only the we already talked about this the RDO, which is Regional Disaster Officer for the Iowa Region Disaster Cycle Services, Julie Struck. Julie Struck. Julie, thank you for being on Coffee with Claire with us. Thank you for having me. Really appreciate being here. So um, Luke and I have tortured um, as many ADs that would stop <laughs> running a response to talk to the foolish Luke and I um, and, and tried to ask him a little bit about what they do. We took, got to talk to transportation. Um, we got to talk to information dissemination. Um, and we also uh, got to talk to a staff advocate and figured out and we were taking a little poll so here this is this is to you um <laughs> so we figured out that if it's a staff relation relations issue that's really like a one-on-one -on -one. but if there's multiple things going on or multiple people that maybe have an issue with the supervisor that may then go to a staff advocate so we've been taking a poll um because we used an example of like oh so like if if because if Luke's being a butthead, so <laughs> that happens. it's not. So here's the thing. That's the poll. We're trying to figure out if this is ready for staff advocate or staff relations. So, you know, Julie, as the RDO in your professional career opinion, is is Luke Zimmerman a, a, a butthead? And Julie, before you answer that, I just, I, I just <laughs> want to say uh, how lovely you look today. And, um, you know, I really admire you as a mentor. And I, I look up to you, um, you know, for everything that you do. You're, you're just amazing uh, inside and out. She has flip-flops on, Luke, not waiters. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I must say, I don't think I can say anything bad about Luke because he did help hire our disaster workforce engagement manager here in the Iowa region. Yeah, Chrissy. Chrissy Brisley. So it is Brisley. I, I'm going to have to say that he is not That's right. a butthead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, That's right. and uh, thank you, and, Julie. Uh, you really aren't. I adore you, Luke. But I think it's funny to run a poll to see what people say when I ask them if they think you're a butthead. <laughs> you were literally on the hinge of me going either to a staff advocate or staff relations. It all went to you, and uh, 
just like, uh, now it's just yeah. Melissa and um, Jonathan Galletta, who he's he doesn't think I'm a butthole. He was just saying that. But butthead, not hole. Head, 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 butthead. Head, but yeah, butthead, not butthole. Sorry. Right. Good grief. Yeah. So All right. <laughs> so anyway, back on topic. This is how our podcasts go for an hour. Um, so, um, just kind of coming back, I just wanted to kind of wrap you in, um, this being your region. Um, you guys have had a couple bouts of flooding. Um, you guys have now had, a, I think they called it an EF3 tornado yep. um, that devastated this town. Um, so just kind of wanted to hear how you're doing. What are you doing as the RDO that's had back to back to back disasters in Iowa? Yeah. So the Iowa region has been operational since pretty much since uh, June 8th. Wow. We had flooding all across north and north central, northwest and north central Iowa, flash flooding, which was pretty incredible in Polk County, our capital. And then I um, thought we were in the clear. Mm -hmm. So I decided to host my annual disaster team meeting with all of my team members, brought them all together. And um, I scheduled it for Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. There's a story behind this, you guys. <laughs> Scheduled it for Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and I decided, you know what? We have had a heck of a several past weeks. I'm going to give them all Friday off. Wow. Wasn't that nice? It was nice. It was, and they really appreciated that. However, Thursday, about 3.30, all of our alerts on our phones started going <laughs> oh, off because no. of the severe weather. Mm. The tornado we heard hit Bondurant, which was in Polk County, which was about 20 miles east of where we were meeting and then Marshalltown hit not too long after that and so we all um I said I uh sorry but you can't have Friday off <laughs> and we all mobilized and we were working until about one o'clock that morning um getting our staff and stuff and our leadership um on track and into the communities that were impacted yeah. and it's been just a whirlwind yeah of course from I, there i heard you guys stood up really really quickly we did and yeah. we stood up really quickly because we were all literally in the same room together which was pretty darn amazing yeah and it happens like that so wisconsin had their staff meeting um uh june maybe mm -hmm. it had to have been june and we it was supposed to be two days we spent wednesday thursday was supposed to be the all, all day thing wednesday night i get a phone call after we had all left each other that there was an explosion in sun prairie and we had to cancel the next day it is the weirdest thing and i've seen it more than once that disaster staff mm -hmm. get together mm -hmm. and boom there's some sort I of major disaster i think it's god's disaster. plan yeah Yep, that's God's plan. So, 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 Julie, tell me about, um, you know, from your perspective, uh, you know, uh, all the amazing work, because uh, really your volunteers have been carrying the load for, um, you know, a month and a half, right? You know, everything on their shoulders, and and then you got, you know, they're they're still there even today. They're they're just doing amazing work. Uh, so, so talk to me about um, the the amazing stuff that uh, your volunteers have done for the past month and a half. They have done everything from our bulk distribution, feeding and sheltering, to um, assisting in in roles, uh, leadership roles. You know, con ops. You know, we are con oping it here. We got that secret sauce going on. Con ops. Yep, con ops. And they've been putting themselves into these boxes and this con op structure that they've never filled before, and just doing a phenomenal job. I will say that the skill set and the passion of the Iowa region volunteers. Um, they're great people, people managers. They're Iowa nice. They're, they are Iowa nice. Iowa nice. And they've been doing some really wonderful 
things. And um, we've got a, a couple, and I'm just gonna make a shout out to Rod Hamer and Joe Vick, who have been with us since the very early, you know, uh, Joe, morning Joe, hours. Joe Vick is the one that called him a butthead. Oh, I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did. Now we know. Man's you know, been working nonstop. He has been working nonstop. We call him Oreo Joe. Oreo Joe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is there a reason? He likes Oreo bars. Okay. Candy bars. Good to know. I will. I like Oreo I bars too. So yeah. I understand. Yeah. But uh, know that I can't say enough about all the support that the Iowa region has received. And in fact, you know, we brought in kind of the, the dream team. You know, Melissa, you're part of that dream team oh, coming shucks. in. And, um, you know, Wisconsin, um, Minnesota, we've got Kansas, Nebraska, Southwest Iowa, the central southern Illinois region, northern uh, Chicago and northern Illinois region. I mean, mm. we've got people from all over the division that have really kind of kind of wrapped their arms around the Iowa region and really came in to help us. And and I feel like I've earned my RDO badge of honor because this this time period since June, ha- we've had more operations than we've had in the last five years wow. in Iowa for, from natural disasters. So it's been pretty incredible. It is, um, you know, going back to the Iowa nice, I mean, you guys really wrapped your arms around us too last year when we hit it, right? We had the... EF3 in Chittack, and then we mm-hmm. had the huge multifamily fire, and then we had our two bouts of flash flooding, yes. too. So I got to say, like, just Midwest nice. Like, it just... Midwest was, nice. Midwest nice. I like that. You know, it just seems like we all do. I think that our our little kind of area, we all do really um, support each other. But your, mm-hmm. your volunteers have been amazing. I've had the honor of working side-by-side uh, side with them since I've been here, and they mm-hmm. are just phenomenal. They're yeah. just, just been phenomenal. Yeah, there's definitely a... a for some and for many maybe just a renewed sense of purpose yeah because we don't get to do this very often well that's not a bad thing (laughs) that's not a bad thing it's not a bad thing but you know train and train and talk and talk Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden here we are in the thick of it but you guys walk the walk we do you can talk the talk and walk Walk the the walk walk. that's right um so so julie i don't don't want to take up more your time because you are the you know kind of the the woman leading this charge right uh for 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 about a month and a half now and and you know you're probably very busy but i i i do just want to uh take a shout out to you as well um you know for for doing an amazing job um, for a long time, right? And uh, I've had a lot of volunteers that um, have been messaging me, emailing me, calling me. You know, um, some of them have came back, uh, and and they've just said how how amazing it is there, and and amazing the team that you have, and uh, how how the the morale, the satisfaction is high. And and from my perspective, you know that that comes from the top, which is you. So you've really um, put together an amazing team, you know, and amazing volunteers in Iowa. And, uh, I don't think anybody could have done this any better. So kudos to you. Um, I agree. Thank you. Really, really appreciate it. We do want to make sure we have a good hello and a good goodbye. Yeah. So, well, with that, I think that Luke and I are going to say goodbye and, and enjoy Wonderful. the rest of your day. And we're okay. going to, I think we'll, we'll wrap it up here and, and, uh, get back. I'm, I'm supposed to be working right now. <laughs> I gotta do this so my AD doesn't get mad at me. Well, I'm not your boss. So great work. Thank you All for right. having me on uh, Coffee with Clara. Coffee I do have Clara. my coffee with me. That's right. I so, left mine in the other room. But appreciate it. Bye. Bye. Okay, everybody. Well, that kind of wraps up the show. I know, uh, you know, I would love to keep pestering people and and interviewing them, but uh, they do have amazing work to do. Uh, They do have people to help, people to shelter, people to feed, uh, emergency supplies to pass out, and all kinds of reports and data cleanup to happen. Right, Melissa? 
Right. I am uh, I am hiding in a hallway because I do need to get back to my job right now, Luke. Like I, I am officially deployed here. Thank you for um, giving me just, you know, a short while with Coffee with Clara. It was super fun to, to go and hear all the different stuff of the amazing work that is really going on. And it's not just this DR. I, I love the fact that we could bring this live on a DR, Coffee with Clara, but this is just a small snapshot of what's going on every single day across the United States. You know, California's got wildfires going on. There's all kinds of stuff. Hurricanes haven't even hit yet. I mean, this is the amazing work that you see here in Iowa is exactly what the Red Cross is doing day in and day out. And and I think it's great that we get this perspective. But now that I've said that, Luke, I um I, I gotta work. I'm deployed, man. I got stuff I gotta do. You go to work. I'm gonna. It's it's my day off, so I'm gonna go and uh, lay out in the pool. All right. You know what? Just for that, I'm going to eat a piece of chocolate cake and go drink some more coffee. I hate you. All right. Well, we're, we're, we're going to end this like we uh, join and have every podcast uh, with our theme song. And this theme song is the Iowa song by Josh Connor, baby. Just listen to it. This is Iowa. This is Iowa. Right here. Thank God that I'm from Iowa.